0: Welcome to the Opera Cheat Sheet. I'm Sinjin Flynn. And I'm Eric Skelly. And this week we're talking about Puccini's La Rondine, Eric, which debuted in Monte Carlo in
1: 1917. Yeah, Ah. it's, you know, and I I kind of get a little bit defensive about La Rondine because sometimes when you read uh, critics talk about it, uh, they tend to be a little bit dismissive of it. Uh, It's probably one of Puccini's uh, mature works that, is done perhaps the least often, although that's a relative term because it, it's you know it's fairly well well performed throughout the world. But uh, if you tra- if you read a lot of criticism about it, they they, they tend to want to try to say that uh, that it doesn't know what it wants to be, that it's trying to be a Vien- Viennese operetta, but it's this, and, and I I just don't know. I just don't see that at all. I don't get that at all. I think it's pure Puccini. And yes, it, it, it began as a request for Puccini to, to compose uh, an operetta. In the Viennese style. In the Viennese style. Ella Strauss. Right. But clearly, when you listen to it, he pretty much abandoned that idea mm-hmm. and, and did what he wanted with it. Uh, it's pure Puccini uh, beginning to end. Yes, it has some waltz uh, rhythms in it, but that's about where the similarities end. Magda. Is at the center of this piece. Who is she? Magda is, um, gosh, how should we put it? She's a kept woman. She's a woman who is being kept in the lifestyle to which she once aspired to become accustomed. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently has gotten accustomed. And to it. is now quite accustomed to it. Thank you very much. Um, she, she's the mistress of a, of a wealthy Parisian named Rambaldo and uh, apparently a very happy one. There are similarities here
0: to Verdi's La Traviata yeah. and to Violetta. Yeah. And we'll maybe talk
1: about some of those similarities a little bit later. Sure, but it's a different century for one thing. it's, it's, it's also in, takes place in Paris, but it's a different century uh, and nobody dies. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a different take
0: on that situation in life because for Violetta there is the the regret of her failed relationship with Alfredo when she wants to leave her past as a courtesan behind. And she is able to do that right at the very end, the moment before she dies. When but, it's too late to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But here, we have the same debate.
1: We've got the same complication. Except... And yet except Magda goes the other way. Yeah. And but the other difference is that in in Magda's case the debate is all happening within her own head. It's all within her. There's nobody actually actively putting pressure on her the way Germain was really putting the screws to poor Violetta in the second act of La Traviata, basically saying you have to leave Alfredo in order for the the stain uh, that you've placed upon my family name to be removed enough so that my daughter can then marry this family that she wants to marry into. Magda I, is is sort of preemptively going through all of that in her own mind and, and thinking, well, you know, this is, if, if I continued if I stay with Ruggiero, I'm going to have to beat his parents, I'm going to have to tell him who I am, where I come from, what my past is, uh, and then I'm going to have to explain that to his family, and I can't do that. So she she goes through all of that in her own mind and comes to the conclusion that she has to go back to Rambaldo. She's with Rambaldo at the beginning.
0: Yes. And there is this party at her house. Rambaldo is there. And the poet Prunier is there as well. And he has written, started to write a new song about
1: Doretta. Yes and he sings it, but he can't finish it. He says, I can't, I don't know how it ends. So Magda then takes it up, and in one of the most famous arias in all of opera, Que bel sogno di doretta, she finishes the song for him. And of course, we know this aria from hearing uh, Dame Kiri di sing it in the soundtrack of A Room With A View, and that's, it sort of became uh, even more famous than it already was through that exposure. Central to this song, and of
0: course, to the whole opera, La Rondine, is that question of the motivation for love and the nature of romantic love. Right. And in Prunier's first verse to this song, Doretta is courted by a King, king, but she refuses him because she doesn't love him. Right. And then
1: Magda provides her own verse... Projecting, in a sense, what she wants to to have happen, and what she then, in Act Two, will try to make happen for her. And Doretta, according to
0: Magda, meets a poor student, student and yeah. falls madly in love. Right. Of course, what then happens is she meets Ruggiero. Magda meets Magda Ruggiero. does
1: she? Uh, and this after having uh, been introduced to. Ruggiero at the party.
0: Ruggiero knows Rambaldo. Right. He has arrived in Paris and has a letter of introduction to Rambaldo. Right. And so shows up at Magda's house in order to meet him.
1: Indeed. And in the course of all that, they decide, well, he's he's new to Paris. Where shall we send him? And so they decide that he should go spend the evening at Boulliers, which is where Magda used to spend her time when she was uh, a young Grisette herself. What's a grisette? Uh a grisette is a working class girl in Paris. Uh called so bec- uh, for the French word gris which it means gray. Uh grisette refers to the plain gray clothing that a grisette typically wore cuz it's all she could afford. Magda's origins therefore are fairly humble,
0: but she has achieved material comfort and, and wealth etc through her affiliations with gentlemen.
1: Yes, but I think we can deduce that her, her days as a Grisette were at least not too awfully long in the past because at the end of Act 1, when she decides she's going to go to Boullier's herself, she goes off stage and comes back dressed as a Grisette, so she still had her old clothes. Somewhere in the back of the closet, I presume.
0: <laughs> she goes to Boullier's. Yes. Ruggiero is there. Right. And they meet They meet cute, as they would say in
1: Hollywood. <laughs> And over the course of that evening, they fall in love. Indeed. To uh, one of, uh, oh gosh, one of Puccini's great ensembles. I mean, it's just, you know, every opera has one great ensemble that it just builds and builds and builds, and this one is just one of the best. An ensemble.
0: Yes. She then tells Rambaldo that she doesn't want to see him anymore. Yeah. She's going to make a go of it with Ruggiero. And there we have, we're back to Doretta's... Dream, Yes, which she's seemingly realizing. Magda is. Right. Prunier reads Magda's palm and says that, that from what he sees there, she is like a a swallow, a rondine, in that she is going to, to fly off
1: in pursuit of love in warmer climes. Right. But don't swallows always come back? To their place of
0: origin. That's the irony, because, of course, that's what happens. She and Ruggiero have moved down to the south of France. They're living on the Riviera in connubial bliss. Yes. They are living their life together, and then the complication is introduced because Ruggiero wants to get married, wants to introduce her to his family, etc.,
1: and... And she says, "I can't do it." She says, "You know, I can be your mistress, but I can't be your wife." You know, she, I guess, imagines, looks, looks, looks ahead, and imagines herself meeting the parents and having to talk about <laughs> what her past. And she's, she's not going to put herself through the humiliation. But she's also, I think, probably very legitimately in love with with Ruggiero and doesn't want to put him through that.
0: So, is this a selfless act? her saying to Ruggiero,
1: I can't. I think it depends upon uh, how you direct this piece you know I think it's open to interpretation in that sense. I mean it can be seen as a selfish act if you if you consider that she just chickens out basically doesn't want to face you know doesn't want to face the music uh, as it were uh, and face up to her own past and just sees it as an easier, Way to go! To simply go back to Rambaldo, or you can look at it as a selfless act on her part, to spare Ruggiero the embarrassment of uh, you know perhaps having his family reject her, or or you know or she maybe she may, be, she may be, yeah, and she may be she may be afraid that he might reject her as well if he if she really were candid about her, her past, her past. So she she, uh, she does return to her old life and
0: to Rambaldo.
1: Yeah, the end of the opera. It's 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 a real heart-tugger.
0: And, of course, there is an irony as well in that, going back to the verse that she sings about Doretta, she has rejected her own thoughts there because she was... Giving up on her own dream. Giving up on her own dream. That yeah. belief that true love would win the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's an opera where nobody dies, but of course it's Puccini, so we can't be happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what is the reputation of La Rondine within the works of Puccini? Uh,
1: it's a great diva vehicle. It's a great vehicle for a, a, a soprano who can take this complex character and, and sort of run with it and who can float those Puccini melodies uh, beautifully. Uh, she's she's not as heavy a, a soprano voice as is required for Turandot or Tosca or Minnie and, and Girl of Golden West. Uh, she's more of uh, what you would expect to hear as, as Mimi and La Boheme. That is to say, she's got some... W- Body to the voice, some weight to the voice, but the ability, especially to float those high notes in in the Credo Sogno di Doretta, and you you really have to just soar and let them float effortlessly, and that's uh, that's
0: not easy. <laughs> and you mentioned La boheme We're in Paris. There is that Bohemian sense here as well, with Prunier as the sure the poet. And And Mimi is the quintessential operatic grisette. Exactly. So it's sort of boilerplate Puccini in many respects. Mm -hmm, Very much so. That's Puccini's La Rondine*. this week's Opera Cheat Sheet. I'm Sinjin Flynn. And I'm Eric Skelly. Thank you for listening.